So this second part is actually going to be much shorter because I spoke so much about qualifying and honestly the race to me was quite boring so there is really no point spending much more time. Absolutely impressive uh, on Leclerc Ferrari. They're absolutely amazing. They've been showing a pace that it's unseen for them in quite a long time. They did the Grand Chelem, I think it's called, which is the fastest lap winning the race and uh, P1 in qualifying. That's, that's just amazing. It speaks how strong this team is at the moment. This was last done by Alonso in Singapore in 20 something, 2010, 2011, uh, something like that. Uh, so many years ago, uh, and then winning at Australia, I think it goes all the way back to Raikkonen days in Ferrari. So long, long time, but no, absolutely, absolutely incredible. Uh, congratulations to Leclerc. Congratulations to Ferrari. I'm a Ferrari fan, and I, I, I'm all over. I'm, I'm over the moon. So yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm very flattered. I'm very happy with that. Sainz, um, it left me with a bit of taste. What a weekend, perhaps one of those that you wish to, to forget quickly. The the whole, I think it was it was all over all, all through the weekend and the race. He he was just not mentally focused. He was nervous. His his target was to to get back quickly uh, among the. Uh, among the leaders and the issue with that is that you are taking a whole lot of risks and science tends to be a race dri- racing dri- a race driver that unlike Verstappen back in the days for instances is one of the guys that plans the race and is slow to, to come back through the field but somehow always managed to put the, the race together. And here what we saw was a sign that was actually too nervous and he made a mistake, which is quite unusual for him. Um, so it shows that they're, they're human, that they, they can be uh, upset, they can be unbalanced. I think there's a, uh, a supplement, uh, an, uh, another layer of... of complication that unlike all the years and like all unlike other scenarios at the, at the moment he's got a car that is p1 material that is a winning car and he hasn't won yet and he hasn't got gotten p1 in qualifying he's getting basically humiliated by his teammate maybe that's a very strong word but when it comes to formula one that your first adversary is your teammate and for the time being is leclerc has done all the all the all you know all the all the jobs uh, properly he's, he's got it all everything under control the 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 list qualifying done uh, winning a race done fastest lap done and Sanford time being is just uh, slacking at the back. He's just trying to to follow the team and say, "Hey, hey, hey! I'm still here. I'm, you know, I, st- I still exist." And 
this boils down to who is going to be a, the leader driver and who's going to be the, the, the teammate that plays the game and that supports the other driver to win the championship and to, of course, win the titles uh, championship, the constructors championship. Another time being signed is, of course, uh, well, is uh, going towards the direction of P2 driver. And with uh, Australia, I think this is this is coming to, to just uh, not only a de facto, but he's, it's going to come down to a decision uh, for the f foreseeable future. And this is going to make him nervous. And what we saw that, that his, his, his overly zealous um, attitude to get at the front has pushed him over the uh, over the board and that, that mistake with uh, Shumi that was a stupid mistake because of course he's in a Ferrari he knows that he's got the car he should have waited uh, the next straight the next corner and he wouldn't have had to to, to push the car over the limit and uh, and at the end he had to to cross uh, go over the the chicane and essentially well terminate his race so that's that mclaren congratulations again mclaren they ratified their very strong performance in qualifying they they came nicely together with norris and ricciardo and norris still as i said earlier he's not going to give up his domineering position and uh, ricciardo had to settle behind him which speaks strongly about this driver and I think overall Ricciardo will be questioning his driving, his position in the team in the near future. And perhaps knowing him, he might even change teams um, earlier than expected. I mean, Ricciardo is a driver that was loyal to Red Bull for some years and then he decided to change teams um, a bit too often. And uh, yeah, we'll see what, what he comes up what decision he makes uh, maybe at the end of the towards the uh, July August it's usually the time where things get hitted so so that's that uh, Mercedes I mean was there to say spectacular these guys they're they're crying on Friday about how the car is impossible to drive and how it's an absolute nightmare Lewis is about to <laughs> to tell the people that Formula One is over for him, and then suddenly it's not so bad. Suddenly we're third, we're fourth. Hey, it's not so bad, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean Mercedes, they're they're very good at, good at acting. Um, Toto showed that last year, and here they again they impressive. I mean it's it's absolutely amazing. So very strong performance, George, absolutely fantastic, and worst part was that he actually reasserted his position within the team and he's starting to build the foundation to say guys if there is a you know if it comes down to deciding who is going to fight maybe it's not just such a straight question it's not going to be only Lewis gets the the podium maybe now we've got you know real a real decision to make between who is going to to get the podium or who is going to get the points. So far, Lewis seems to be a bit uh, a bit behind. Um, he was complaining over the radio how his race had been compromised because of the team's decision. 
I don't think he had the, the pace at, at all during the whole weekend compared to George. I think George was somehow, he's feeling more comfortable. And especially during the race, George was, was feeling strong. Um, Lewis, we saw him a bit a bit nervous. Um, his fighting with, with Paris was not spectacularly um, impressive. He, I think he, he surrendered. He knew that it was not the time to fight uh, Paris, so he let him go. And George was George was quite the contrary. He was like, "I'm going to put up a fight uh, with with Paris and and see what happens." And then he got the call from from the wall, and they told him, "Take care of your tires, and you know the, this fight is not yours at least for the time being." So that's that. But yeah, congratulations to him. Red Bull now, but they have an issue. And it's a big one, and it's a it's an engine-related issue. Maybe not so. Well, I mean, it's their fault, of course, because they are making uh, the engines. But uh, it's most likely related to the fuel. With this synthetic ten percent uh, fuel they are uh, using now, it seems that it's a much more aggressive fuel, and it might be having some issues, um, some, some affecting somehow the. The components of the car and it's causing uh, the Honda engine, well, rebranded uh, Red Bull engines, I think it's called, uh, to powertrains or something like that, to to blow up. I mean, they, they go on fire, which is something they should definitely be concerned. And I'm sure the guys at Milton Keynes are working to to solve and hopefully quickly. Otherwise, the the championships are going to be slowly um but inevitably sliding away from them uh, especially the, the constructors on one side but uh Verstappen another zero for him um well that's not something you want and Leclerc is actually 40 I think he's got 46 points and Verstappen is barely at 25 26 so that's a that's a bit of an issue and it's something that at the end of the year, like we saw last year with Lewis and Verstappen, is something that becomes really important. And one point can make the difference. 20 points can be a deal breaker. So well, hopefully they'll, they'll fix it soon. Uh, what else is there to say? Let's uh, cover Stroll. Stroll, a horrendous weekend. Uh, lap 40, he was fighting a, he was fight, fighting Gasly, Bottas, Alonso, the Chinese guy whose name I cannot pronounce, unfortunately. John, I think it's pronounced, but I, I, I wouldn't, I don't want to, yeah, I, I don't know how to pronounce it, let's be honest. Um, yeah, he was fighting them, he was slow, he, he was too slow, he was zigzagging, I mean, he's, he's a danger on track. Especially when he gets nervous and he tries to kind of uh, make a statement, I am here and you're not going to you know, overtake me and somehow I'll, I will do anything it takes. I will, I will crash into anyone if, if, if it comes to that. Yeah, no, uh, that guy needs to, needs to chill out and, and, and I don't know. But uh, if I were him, I would... I mean, if I were the team, I would reconsider him having on the team because of the financial burden uh he is i mean crushing the car and and you know getting fines and stuff like that no thanks uh you need more signs and less stroll 
Um, Botches, absolutely amazing. He did a very strong weekend. He broke his 103rd um, Q3 strike. Quite unfortunate, but still, he managed to do a, to do a quite a, quite a good race coming back through the field. Um, the Alfa Romeo seems to be struggling a bit more here on these twisty roads, but I think there's nothing to get to to worry. Vettel, <laughs> again, uh, as I was saying earlier for the qualifying part, that was a very very uh, unfortunate weekend for him, and. Well, the race <laughs> didn't smile, you know, didn't smile him at all. Again, um, I guess uh, the first race of the year for him. It's well, we have to. He will have to settle to for for next and see what happens. Um, yeah, it's it's quite unfortunate, but I guess um, it will get better. And uh, finally, but not la uh, last list, um, Albon. Quite an absolutely impressive race. I was absolutely staggered to see him drive 50, 56 laps on a set of hard tyres. Uh, towards the end, he must have struggled like crazy. I don't know how he did it, honestly. Impressive. I mean, absolutely impressive. And then, of course, uh, he was he was running P7. Then he had to fit for for tires, which meant that he ended P10. But still, it's P10 with the Williams. And I mean, the prowess is he actually drove 50 bloody six laps with the same set of tires. I mean, if we compare it to Alonso, that I actually forgot to mention, Alonso was was uh, was driving on on mediums, I believe. Uh, after the safety car and when he pitted again, well, he had to pit uh, because he was out of tires and he was on mediums, which somehow didn't work for, for most of the drivers during the weekend. It seemed there was a set of tires that was eh, a bit weird, but no, Alvin is quite, quite, quite good at managing tires and overall a very strong driver. I mean, we knew that already, but uh, he might, he might be able to to take uh, George's position within Williams and actually be the leader of the team and, and bring fresh spirit and bring them to 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 overcome their limitations and kind of um, well move forward, right? That's what they need because Latifi, unfortunately, it's one of those drivers that doesn't manage to to get the team behind him to build a, a team. Is is a good driver. I mean, admittedly, anyone who is in Formula One is is an amazing driver. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there. But you need drivers that build teams around them, and some drivers are unfortunately are not that good at that. And uh, Alvin seems to be able to 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 move the the whole team and to create a a nice spirit there. So. I cannot live without speaking about Alonso, so I'm going to do it. I know I am far beyond my 10 limit, 10 minutes limit um, that I said I would do, but I mean, it's Formula 1. I could speak for, for hours about Formula 1, so committing to a 10 minute, uh, to 10 uh, minutes limit, that was probably not realistic for me but you know it's it's formula one that's what i love 
and I when I when I like something I can talk about something that that topic forever. So let's cover Lonzo. <laughs> um, what a race! Very it left me with a bit of taste. I mean, I was hoping for more. Um, his race, he started P10. If it looked like he was injured from from the crash, he had bandits uh, around his hands and and fingers and whatever. Apparently, that would that was caused because when 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 he crashed, he was holding the steering, and as as you crash, of course, the steering when it hits the wall, it will turn. And rule number one, as a driver, and I mean, as, even as a road driver, you should do that. Is that when it, if you have an accident, you you hold up, you, you know, you take your hands off the steering wheel, and you hold them against your chest, like if you were uh, laying down on a uh, in bed or something, or you were dead or something over your chest. Uh, to make sure you you protect your your hands and just keep them away from from the steering or anything that could come and and knock them off. Um, now, if 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 anyone wants that to actually look check what that looks like, go to, on YouTube and look for uh, Mick Schumacher's reaction in Yeda when he crashed against the wall, doing one hundred seventy miles an hour. I think it was one hundred eighty miles an hour. He braced himself like literally in the in the in the school uh, school like position. Uh, yeah, that's that's that for Alonso for for qualifying, and then of course the race he was P ten and he was doing a great race. I mean, he was doing seventh, six, seven there, and it looked like he Alpine actually had because both cars were together that they had the the weekend under control, and then. And then what happened? That's the question, right? Uh, the safety car came in between. Uh, that was Vettel's safety car. It was, yeah, it was Vettel's safety car. And once that happened, he fitted for mediums, but it was not the right time. He fell back to 14th position. He was fighting uh, Bottas, he was fighting uh, Gasly, and he got a Shumi also. He got in this mess, uh, and somehow he lost. He lost pace, and I guess he compromised the mediums and somehow because he had to fit for tires again, and that set him back to P17, and that was the end of the race for him. So he finished at last. Bloody heartbreaking. But as I say, uh, the road to victory is is insanely difficult. It takes patience. It takes commitment. It takes um, well, resilience. And hopefully we'll see a winning at some point soon. Um, I mean, maybe not winning, but at least some good news. So P1 in qualifying would be a good, a good result to, to begin with. And with that, I have covered the news, and now it comes to awarding the Donkeys Award. And I think looking at the whole weekend and, and how it went, I think Stroll has, has made the strongest case. <laughs> Not so much for, for outright performance, 
But if you put together the lousy race, um, the zigzagging, and then the, the, the actual collision with Alvin, I think that he's, he's the prime, <laughs> prime actor to get the, the award. Hopefully no one gets slapped. And with that, thank you very much for listening. And I will come back to you for the next race. Have a good weekend. Wow. <laughs>